T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. Nice Billikens win there. All right. So starting late tonight, we'll be live for a couple hours here. And if you want to join the show, you can. But it is so cold, I recommend that you keep your hands either inside of your shirt or under a blanket. Very cold. I was looking at some of the National Weather Service alerts that are out there. And MoDOT saying, do not travel if you're in the southeastern portion of the state, as there is just this ice hitting mostly south of Cape Girardeau towards the Arkansas state line. That includes Interstate 57 and 55, saying do not travel. I'm looking at some of the snowstorms that are hitting even north of downtown St. Louis right now. We're kind of getting spared. It's almost like there's this giant storm that stretches all across uh, the mid part of the state into uh, the southern and mid part of Illinois and all the way through to Indiana. And St. Louis is like right underneath it. And it's almost like that storm is sneezing on St. Louis given a quick little achoo because part of St. Louis is seeing like little dustings and accumulations of such. Uh, they say in places less than half an inch, but a few spots could see even close to an inch and it's super cold and it's going to stay cold. Long stretches of temperatures will feel like it's below zero for a while. I'm looking at weather.gov and they said to give you an idea of just how cold it, it'll be in places like St. Louis, but pretty much through a lot of the Midwestern States, they're saying that the, Temperatures uh, this weekend, weekend, wind chill forecast for Sunday morning will be below zero. And that is uh, something that I think you're used to getting once in a while in St. Louis. But every time it comes up, you're like, all right, here we go. I guess we're doing this now. And then it goes away fairly quickly. So we just have to get it out of our system. I understand that. And I know that you saw this too, but with all of the cold temperatures that are coming through winter weather advisory, um, was on earlier today, but it doesn't mean that you won't see more of them. It doesn't mean that you won't see other ones pop up because it is just cold, cold, cold. So keep it to uh, KMOX for that one. And you got a story at KMOX.com if you want to see that si significant ice storm to slam a thousand mile stretch of the United States. That's a long way. So let me open up the phone lines if you want to call in after that Billikens win or uh, you're just so cold and you think the only way you can possibly stay alive is by using your cell phone and your vocal cords. 314-436-7900. I actually have the alpaca blanket on right now. 
and it's not warm enough. I'm considering going upstairs and putting on a second layer of sweatpants and maybe even getting a thicker blanket on top of that because it is just going to be cold, cold, cold. You know, I saw this viral video that has been going around, and this is actually pretty awesome. As we talk about how we're going to spend and spend and spend some more money, this is a great viral speech. It's a Florida representative. Byron Donalds is his name. It's his very first time speaking from the House floor. And he gave his thoughts on all of this. And I got to say, this guy has got a lot of promise. I listened to this and thought we need more of this type of stand up. And, hey, you got to say your piece. And I thought, wow, this is perfect. We got to share this tonight on Overnight America. You know, as I walked onto the House floor today, I heard the talk from the other side talking about wanting to share in good ideas. But it's interesting is this budget resolution has come forth. There's been no sharing of ideas. We've seen a general framework coming from the Biden administration calling for $1.9 trillion. But that completely flies in the fact that there is a trillion dollars that this very body in the last Congress appropriated last year that is still unspent. That money has not gone out the door. Yet we're talking about solutions to help our country through COVID-19. Now, my career before politics was actually in finance and economics. I spent 17 years in that field. And if you're gonna talk about stimulating an economy, the first thing you wanna do is actually study the current state of your economy. One of the metrics we always like to use in financial services is the unemployment rate. It's a pretty popular statistic. Well, let's take a look at the unemployment rate that's going on around the country. In my state of Florida, it's 6.1%. In Alabama, it's 3.9%. In South Carolina, it's 4.6%. In Texas, it's 7.2%. Compare that to blue states in our country, New York and California, where they soar over 8%. Why is that happening? Because their governors and their mayors have refused to reopen their economies. If you want to stimulate something, actually let the American people get back to work. Let them run their businesses and you'd be surprised at what actually happened in our economy. Let's talk about $15 minimum wage, which is in the Biden plan. I don't know how a $15 minimum wage is going to help struggling small businesses continue to thrive in the current environment. Furthermore, what we have already seen with the $15 minimum wage is that it has led to workers actually getting less hours, less hours at the jobs that they have. I don't see how that is actually helping anybody stimulate an economy. Let's talk about education. In this in this plan, right now there's $170 billion, give or take, to go to local school districts to reopen. But guess what? If they're picketing outside of the school district school board in Chicago to not go back into the classroom, what is this additional money actually doing? In Florida, we've been open in our schools. We have done this and there are tens of billions of dollars already available to help school districts reopen. All they need is leadership. They don't need more money. The last thing I want to add is this for state and local governments. Every state and every state government and every local government either gets their money from income taxes, um, sales taxes like in the great state of Florida, property taxes on the local level. This is typically how you get your revenue. If you want to help state and local governments take care of their revenue problems, they should open up. They should not come back to this capital and get money because why should Florida pay pay for New York? except for the fact that only thing that New York has done is help the real estate markets in Florida because New Yorkers are fleeing New York to come to the great state of Florida. Mr. Speaker, let's be clear. 
This budget resolution is not about economics. It's not about COVID-19. It's not about helping our schools reopen. This budget resolution is purely politics. It is an opportunity to push through an agenda through budget reconciliation, where if you actually studied our economy and studied the fact that now close to 40 million Americans have been vaccinated like with the vaccine from the previous administration, we are on track to getting reopened. We should study this, we should be more targeted, and we should not be putting forward a massive spending bill where no study has ever been given. And I yield back the rest of my time. Ooh, the freshman representative out of Florida, Byron Donalds is his name. That is someone we're going to have to keep an eye on. I was so impressed by the ability to go in and make an immediate impact in the way, wow, we have all this other money that hasn't been spent yet, and we're talking about already pushing another spending bill. Wow, this is good stuff. We're going to throw money into places where they're not going to be able to use it because they're picketing. Ooh, this is good. This is good stuff. Got to give a lot of credit to him, and that uh, speech has gone viral now. You know, uh, there's a few things I want to get to on the show tonight, so let me lay out where we're going to go. In the next hour, we're going to talk about housing. There's a 3D-printed house in New York that builders say is the house of the future. So I asked my friend about it. I said, okay, you're an architect. What do you think about these concrete 3D-printed homes? And I'll give you his answer. Also, with the St. Louis Realtors Association President Matt Murin in the next hour about this area's uh, housing landscape, future trends. I asked him, do you think we're going to be buying homes in Bitcoin in the future? And also the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced some names that could be inducted, a few of which could be inducted twice. There's 23 artists that are in the Hall of Fame twice, and Dave Grohl could be the next one with Foo Fighters. So we'll uh, look at that, too. And so much more to get to on the show. But I got to say, it's uh, it's one that you're welcome to call in if you'd like to. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. When we come back, I want to look at an update that Fox News put out about Rush Limbaugh. And you may have been paying attention to this or have heard it on the show earlier today. Also, I wanted to talk about two people that were arrested in Manhattan after they attacked a woman and how they attacked the woman is beyond me. I don't understand why you would do this, uh, number one, but number two, why they would use these as the weapons. We'll get to that, too. If you want to try to guess what that is, I'm going to tell you right now, unless you've seen the story, you do not know. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Overnight America. Yes, 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 yes. So um, I might be in some trouble here. I still got to figure out what I'm going to get my wife for Valentine's Day, which is this Sunday. And she told me, ah, you don't have to get me anything this year. So I know what that means. Um, I I probably have to do something small and say, oh, you didn't want anything, but I got you something small. But then again, you know, I'm cheap. So maybe if you have some ideas, text message me. What's a good uh, quarantine Valentine's Day gift? <laughs> I told her I'd already pick her up any food she wants, right? I'll get you anything you want to eat. <laughs> anything at all, it's yours, honey. If you want to supersize it, go for it. You want the large fry? Get it, honey. It's yours. It's happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so if you have any recommendations, oh, yeah, any pizza you want, go ahead. I'll let you pick the toppings. You want more than one? Hey, it's Valentine's Day. It's for you, honey. 
<laughs> oh boy. So I don't know if you know I'm kidding or not. 314-436-7900. And I go online and I see Rush Limbaugh, uh, his name pop up. And you see this one tweet that was somewhat concerning. And I think that you may have saw it earlier today too. So Bo Snurdly is his producer, AKA uh, James Golden been with Rush Limbaugh for years and years and years and years. And I got to tell you, quite frankly, I thought Bo Snurdly didn't exist at first. I thought it was just a made up character by Rush Limbaugh because you never heard his voice. You only heard him reference to him off air and then him talking to him off air with no one. And I thought, oh, that's I don't even think he exists. And yeah, sure enough, of course, he exists. And he's been with Rush for well, pretty much since the beginning. So he tweets this out. It says, our prayers are with Rush as he continues to fight the illness he has been afflicted with. We are still praying for his remission. Today, Ken Matthews filling in for Rush. Thank for uh, Thanks for all your prayers, kind words, and wishes for our Rush. God bless you. And that's something that I didn't really realize. I don't get to listen to the program a lot. I didn't realize he's been off the air since February 2nd. But from what Bo Snurley has been posting up, it makes it sound like Rush has been going through some pretty tough times right now. In fact, some pretty tough, tough uh, treatments as he continues to battle advanced lung cancer and continues to battle it on, it seems like on a single day and every single day. Up until the start of February, there was, uh, let's see, February 2nd was a Tuesday. I thought he might have been on the air after that, but maybe it was the week prior where it was a treatment week and he still found his way on. And I was really surprised by it all. Uh, in October, he told listeners that he was under a death sentence. He started to realize that this isn't going to, this isn't going to last. He can't keep this up forever. And he knows that he can't keep it up forever. He knows his own body, but he's trying to fight it for everything he can. We know Rush Limbaugh has a history here with Missouri. Growing up in Cape Girardeau, he's a fan of KMOX and really admired the likes of Jack Buck, listening to Cardinals broadcasts and looking at him now. He is someone that, it got a lot of attention because there was an article that was written just recently. I think it was the Washington Post that talked about the landscape of talk radio and what that's going to look like after Rush Limbaugh. You know, I, I debated if I would talk about that article. I just didn't know how to do it the right way. I thought, I, you know, I could bring on another talk show host to have uh, comments about what they think could be happening to the industry, knowing that one day it'll be an industry where the largest name in the industry is no longer there. That being Rush Limbaugh, uh, the largest and most historic name in the talk industry. I don't think there'll ever be anyone that's more recognizable in talk radio than Rush Limbaugh or more influential or will have a bigger ability and impact on an industry as a whole than Rush Limbaugh. And if you were to put together a Mount Rushmore of talk show host, easily rushes on there. If you do a Mount Rushmore of just radio personalities, I think you can make a pretty strong claim that Rush Limbaugh would be on that Mount Rushmore as well. And he's been with the radio station a long time since the early 90s, not at the very beginning. And there's all kinds of other stories that we have of people talking about their experiences with Rush. And I, I posted one of them in our uh, podcast page. But if you want to get a direct link to it, go to KMOX.com. And on air, you'll find my link, Ryan Recker. You click on it, and you can see some of the different posts I've made. If you go back, you can find one uh, talking about Rush Limbaugh on there. But, you know, I, I keep um, a, a special playlist that has specific KMOX history in it, and there's been a few of them that mention him. If you wanted to go see that, you can just get a link to it if you go to Ryan Recker on the KMOX.com homepage. 
So uh, we're, we're uh, wishing the best for Rush, and we know that this is a difficult time for him as he battles advanced lung cancer, and it's not easy for anyone. Uh, I know so many people think about Rush as like a family member to them because he's been in their house, their household on the radio every single day for so many years. Yeah, I'm going to have to find another talk show host to bring on, and we can talk about that one article that came out about the future of talk radio. I, I, it was a pretty fascinating take. In fact, I'm part of different radio groups online, and we've debated that, and I've seen other people debate this article about it online too, and there's a lot of different um, takes on it, a lot of different ways to look at it. So I wanted to bring up another story here because we've got a couple of minutes, and this is the headline. Two arrested in Manhattan. Dirty diaper attack on woman. This is from New York Channel 4 NBC. But what in the world is going on in New York? I thought New York was still under some pretty heavy restrictions. In a world of coronavirus, if you have to wear a mask everywhere you go, okay, that's that's one thing. And if you don't wear a mask, someone will look at you and say, oh, that's a physical assault on me, right? You might accidentally uh, look at me the wrong way and get a droplet on me. So where does throwing a dirty diaper at another person rank? Is it as bad as sneezing in the presence of someone without a mask on? Or is it, where is that at? Like if we were to try to put a hierarchy of offenses here, throwing a used baby diaper at someone got to be up there pretty high because we're talking about a bodily fluid. But then again, it doesn't necessarily say much because you could have a wet diaper that's not that full. You can have a full wet diaper. You can have a full number two Z diaper and have it really messy. You can have one where it's leaking out the side. I got to tell you, I'm still right in the middle of changing diapers all the time. Now, my wife would tell you that I'm not in the same league as her. If we were to do like a scoreboard and every time it would tick up after a diaper was changed, hands down, my wife would be obliterating me in that score. But then again, I still contribute (laughs) by limited contributions to dirty diapers. But what I'll say is that there are a wide variety of, of how bad this can get. And it doesn't necessarily give us an indication of just how bad this was. So here's the story. Two men under arrest, a bizarre attack, Madison Square Park, a woman who had a dirty diaper rubbed in her face. Ah! Ah! A 20-year-old and a 23-year-old uh, faces charges including menacing, stalking, and aggravated harassment. So apparently the group surrounded a 33-year-old woman at noon on a Sunday. Sunday at noon in New York. This is pretty much... A Bob Dylan song, isn't it? Gather around people Sunday noon in New York. Well, maybe not. So what they did is they first shoved her. They hit her on the head with an egg. And then they followed her out of the park. So they assaulted her with an egg. Uh, I don't know if it was boiled or not. I'm going to guess not. But at that case, you have raw egg on you. I wouldn't be too happy about that. Uh, I'd be very upset about having raw egg thrown on me. And you're thinking, you got to be kidding me. You know, someone trying to rough you up. And it's a woman, you know, 33-year-old woman. So, you know, these two tough guys going out there trying to harass and trying to intimidate and and assault a woman. You know, real big guys there, huh? So then one of the assailants allegedly sprayed her with uh, a can of string. And the second hit her with a skateboard. And the third rubbed that diaper on her. So terrible. They're looking for the two suspects. Police do not offer a motive, but they know who it is. Um, they say that the, the 20-year-old Jardee Ben of Brooklyn and 23-year-old Sequin Jackson of the Bronx are facing those charges. So they know who they are, and they're going to be able to hopefully find them. 
man, that is just nasty. I can't imagine a stranger walking up and trying to smear something like that. And you thought the egg was bad. Then the diaper comes out. Where did the diaper come from? Where? Did they just Were they just walking around with it? Did they just have a dirty diaper on hand in their pocket just in case? If they're going out there trying to, in, uh, trying to assault just random strangers in the park, women in the park, minding their own business, doing their things. Uh, they don't strike me as the type of person that's properly disposing of diapers. Like, you know, they're not going to like stick it in their pocket and wait until they find a trash can somewhere in order to get it out. And whenever you go to someone's house, this is kind of like the unwritten code for the house you go to. If you got a toddler or a baby and you're still changing diapers, you don't just drop it in their trash can. You don't do that if it's a real dirty one, because then you're going to stink up their house. A lot of times parents will put it in a special diaper bag, stick it into like a, you know, plastic bag in a diaper bag and then take it with them or put it and dispose of it outside inside of a trash bin. You know, drop it. They don't uh, strike me. These two as one that would take that special precaution, that type of courtesy. They strike me as someone that would just toss it on the ground, which then it leads me to believe why in the world did they find this or where did they find this? And why would they want to touch it? And ugh, so I hope they find these people, and I hope the punishment matches the crime. So the judge will get them up there, and they say the crime is we're going to slap dirty diapers on your face. Now that would be a viral video. This is Overnight America KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.